Okay. <laughs> okay. Good morning. Boker Tov to everybody. Today's daf is daf Pei Zion, 87 in Erevin. We're approaching the end, getting near to the end. And again, we learned for a uh, for Tova Miriam Bas Dvora Mindel. Says the Mishnah, Amasamayim. We're looking now <clears throat> at number, uh, illustration number 306. Number 306 and 102, on page 102. Number 306. You have a courtyard, a chutzer there, with houses abutting on there, and there is a channel of water that goes right through there. Goes right through the, uh, through the chutzer. Now, the chutzer has perimeters around it, a wall. The question is, can you draw water from that, uh, from that channel of water into the chutzer? So, Amas Hamayim, Sheoveris Bechatzer, passed through the Chatzer, Ein Mamalani Mena Beshabbos. You can't fill up water from there. Beshabbos, Elim Kain Oslo Machitza Gvayut Tvachim, the Knisavitzia. So, if you're looking at number 306, it shows you have to make, besides the regular wall that, <coughs> that surrounds the Chatzer, which houses, uh, which, which houses abut onto the, onto the uh, Chatzer, you also have to make a Machitza in the water there. Do you see a mechitza? There's two words mechitza there at, 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 the open, at the two openings of the uh, channel. You have to make a mechitza there. That's what the Tanakhama says. This is similar when you think about it back to the picture we had yesterday that we talked about uh, 291, that if you draw water from a pit that's between two chatzeros, you also have to sort of make a machitza that. What is the Tanakama Shita? Rabbi Yudah disagreed there, and he disagrees here. Rabbi Yudah Omer, no. Kos, and, and how that, that machitza you have to make is, our mission says, yud it's got to be ten my otherwise it's not a machitza. Rabbi Yudah says, no. Koshel shal gaba, the regular wall in 306, the regular uh, uh, you know, cement wall that surrounds the chatzor, that's good enough. You don't need the wooden brown mechitzas in 306. You don't need like the Tanakhama says. Rabbi Yudah says, no, koshal gaba that's good enough, like he said back in 291. Um, Rabbi Yudah, I'll bring you proof that way. Maisa ba'ama shel avel. The avel was a city near Tzipore. Tzipore was, a, it was like a suburb of Tzipore, and there was an ama, there was a, uh, a channel, a, a, a waterway that went from Avel to Tzipore. Even the elders agreed that they paskin that you're allowed to fill up there on Shabbos. That's different because that waterway was so small that it didn't have a halacha of a Carmelist. What is normally a waterway, a sea or a river? It's, it's got to be four by four with a depth of 10, up to a, de- a depth of 10. That, that makes it into a Carmelist. Over here, the, the story in Avel was that it didn't have the shear. It was either less than 10 fachim deep or it wasn't 4 by 4 wide. Over here, we're talking about where the channel is 4 by 4 In other words, it's really a Carmelist that goes right through the Chatzar. So the Tanakhama says you've got to have some sort of a demarcation. You have to make a Mechitza. Otherwise, it's like you're drawing water from a Carmelist, from a Carmelist into, the, into the private area, and, and therefore, it's no good. But... Rabbi Yudah says, yes, you have the walls. The walls of the Chatzar itself suffice for that purpose, so to speak, to make the channel into uh, Rosh Hashayachad, like the Chatzar. You have to make it into Rosh Hashayachad, like the Chatzar itself. 
So otherwise, you can't draw water from a shusiyachid into a from a kamelus into a shusiyachid rabbanan. So therefore, you have to make this uh, you have to make this wall. Rabbi says no. The walls, the regular cement walls, are good enough. Tan rabbanan. Also, let's see. Let's say you made it at the entrance, and there's a, one of the call one the entrance and one the exit. The water is going from one to the other. If you made a wall on one of them, uh, but not the other. Also, if you made it at the entrance and not at the exit, also, you have to have both. Just like we saw in the Mishnah, the Bryce just expands to say it's not enough to have one of those two mechitzas in 306, you must have both. We said in the Mishnah, Buddha says, you don't need those brown wooden wall uh, partitions at all at the beginning at the beginning and the end of the Chatzar as the channel goes through it. But rather, the wall above is good enough. Amr Yudah, Rabbi Yudah tells the story again. I'm just like on the mission. Here he explains a little bit more. The, the channel went from Avel, that city, that suburb, Tutsiporu. The elders, Paskin, you're allowed to. Amr they said, Here again, the Bryce expands more as the mission, as it always does. There, it didn't have the shear. The mission, we said it down the shear. What's the shear? It didn't either, it, it either lacked the depth of 10 tfachim or a width of 4 tfachim, and therefore it didn't have a lacha bakarmalis. And Rashi explains very nicely, Rashi, at the end of the Mishnah, when he says kashir, if you look at the last Rashi in the Mishnah, it says, didn't have the 10 or the depth. In other words, if the water didn't have a depth of 10 and a width of 4, got to have both, it's not a rishus by itself. It's not a karmelis. If it goes through rishus rabim, and if it's small, then it goes through. It's a rishus rabim. Rashi goes on to say, and if it goes through the rishus yachid, like in three hundred six, it's a rishus yachid. It's not a karmelis. It's only a karmelis if it had the proper depth. So the rabbanon said, in the case of Avil, where they drew water out there without a partition, there it didn't have a depth, didn't have a karmelis. In our case, in three hundred six, it has a loch of a karmelis unless you section it off and make those partitions as you see the two partitions in 306. That's what the rabbi said. And Arbuta says, no, the partition of the cement wall above is good enough. So that's all 306. Now we're going to deal with 307, the next picture. Tanya Edoch, five, uh, no, five, seven lines from the bottom of the page in the Gemara for those who have one eye on the election results and one eye on the Gemara. Tanya Edoch, Amas Hamayim, Amas Hamayim HaOveras if you have this channel that goes by the windows. Now look at look carefully at 307. 307, we have a, the same kind of a channel of water going through the chutzr. Over here, we're not even talking about standing in the chutzr. We're talking about people lowering from their homes a pail. You see the pail of water coming out of the window, lowering the pail onto the bank of the channel. And then from there, they lower it into the channel itself, draw water, bring water up to the bank, and then up into their house. Okay, that's what the Bryce is dealing with. You see that? Okay. So, so look, at the Gemara, look at the Gemara now. Tiny goes among the windows. And as it goes by the windows, whether it's a chutzah, whether it's a chutz or a mavi, Pachas Migimel, the Mishnah says, if it's less than three tfachim, Mishal you're allowed to lower down the pail and pick up the water. Mishal Shodli, you can lower the pail. Umamali and fill it up. Gimel, if it's three tvachim, a mishal shantli, you don't, you can't lower a pit, you can't lower a pail in there and fill it up. What three tvachim are we talking about? We don't know yet. We're going to see three different opinions. You see there in the, in the illustration in 307, it says, 
the bank is less than three tefachim. Agafim, what part of the bank? What are we dealing with? What are we dealing with when we say three tefachim? It's less than three tefachim wide. Are we talking about the channel itself, three tefachim? What are we dealing with? So we're going to have that. That's what the Gemara is going to discuss that. Then Baisa just says, if it's less than three tefachim, you can, you can draw water. If it's more than three, you can't. Shingum Leel says, Pachas mi dalid, Mishal Shuldli Mamale. If it's less than four Tfachim, you can, you can um, draw water from the channel into the house. Dalid ain't Mishal Shuldli Mamale, but four you can't. Now, we don't know what I mean by three and four. We've had this machlokes before three and four when it comes to Lavud, you remember? If there's a space of less than three Tfachim, it's considered attached. Shemuel says four Tfachim, we all like three, that it's three. Once it's three, it's not, it's, it's too big already. The space is too big. But that, is that what we're dealing with here? We'll see. We don't know yet what he says three. The rabbis say up to three Tfachim is okay. Shemuel says up to four Tfachim is okay. What are we speaking about? Maya Skinner, what's the Gemara says right away? What are we talking about? Are we talking about the width of the waterway? Is it when he says three up to three tfachim, you can draw water. More than three, you can. Are we talking about the width of the waterway? In other words, the Chacham say if it's only three tfachim wide, so then it doesn't have aloha, as we said, like a carmelis. A carmelis is four by ten deep, and this is only three. So it's not like a caramel, so it's a so you can draw water. Is that what we mean over here? The rabbis say it's a width of three, and Shimon says it's a four. A caramel has to be at least four tfachim wide. It's got to be four by four, just like a Rosh Hashanah has to be four by four, just like a Rosh Hashanah has to be four by four, but a Rosh Hashanah is four tfachim wide, and it's higher than ten tfachim. Whereas a Rosh Hashanah, which is a Makam Rabbim, is less than ten tfachim, a caramel is also less is not more than 10 fachim. Up to 10 fachim is considered a carmelis. And, and, uh, and uh, above that would be a Rishus HaYochid, if it, if it extended up. But it's got to be 10 fachim. It's got to be 4 by 4 and 10 fachim. Otherwise, it's bottled to whatever it is, whatever was there before. And, and, and are you saying over here, that's machlokas, what a carmelis is? The rabbis say carmelis is up until 3, and Rishim Gamaliel says it's up until 4. When Avdimi came, he reported him, Rabbi Yochanan, carmelis is 4. Are you going to say Rabbi Yochanan went like Rishim Gamaliel? That a carmelis is 4, and the Rabbanan say it's only, it's, it's got to be, if it's 3 tfachim already, it's considered a carmelis? Because we hear the rabbis say, if we're dealing with the width of the waterway in 307, and the rabbis say up to 3 you're allowed to, but if it's 3 it's already a carmelis and you can't, so the rabbis are saying three is a Carmelis. Rabbi Shemuel says four, and Rabbi Yochanan says a Carmelis is always four. So he's going like Rabbi Shemuel. You're going to say that Rabbi Yochanan said his halacha like a machlokas on the meaning worse than just a machlokas, but he, that he went like the sheet of Shemuel against the rabbis. So we're not speaking about that. The Gemara at this point discounts that the three and the four is not the width of the waterway. Ela ba'agfei. We're talking about the banks. Is the bank three tefachim high? Ula hachlef meaning. As we said before, if the bank is only, it's not really, it's, it's, it's not the height, really talking about the width of, of the, of the uh, bank, not the height, the width. Rashi says, They don't have a width of three, meaning, remember we talked about the fire hydrant, the Mokum Tur. It doesn't have an area four by four. Well, here, when it comes to this, maybe the rabbis say it's a not a Mokum Tur, it wants it's three by three. Maybe that's what he's talking about. In other words, now look at 307 again, 
and you'll see that the agafim are less than three. This is the middle uh, sheet that we're going to deal with now, that the bank is less than three tfachim. The rabbis say if the bank is less than three tfachim, it's a makum tour. So the green area of the bank that the pail is sitting on in our diagram is like a makum tour, it's like a fire hydrant. And what the rabbis say is, you know what? If it's like a fire hydrant, you can lower your pail from your house, which is a shusayachet, into a makum tour, and then into the into the waterway, which is a caramelis, that's okay. You're allowed to do that, right? Because you can go, you can go, uh, you can go, you can rest your items, a handkerchief or whatever, on a fire hydrant. So here also, you're resting your pail on the on the makum tour and then putting it into the water and bringing it back. So that's a right. Uh, so that's what the Gemara says now, three lines from the bottom of the page on, on Amanaf. El ba'agfei ulahachlif. We're talking about the bank is less than three or less than four kundshim muliel, and we're talking about lahachlif, meaning taking the waterway taking the pail from the waterway with the water onto the bank and then into the house. Now, the problem with that is we said, he said another thing in the name of Yochran, a place that's not four by four, like our fire hydrant people can rest their items, but they shouldn't use it as an exchange point, meaning if you're walking in the street and you've got a handkerchief in your pocket on Shabbos, you can put it on a fire hydrant. However, you shouldn't take it to put it on the fire hydrant and then have somebody else take it from the fire hydrant into the house because then you're really transferring something from Rishus Arabim to Rishus Ayachid via the fire hydrant. Now, it's only also Rabbana, but you shouldn't do it, right? You shouldn't do it. Fire hyd- if the fire hydrant is bottled to wherever you are. It's bottled Rishus Arabim, it's bottled Rishus Ayachid. But you shouldn't use it as an exchange point. Here we're saying you're using it as an exchange point. Of course, if the bank is a, is a makam tour, it's less than three or less than before, you could take your pail from the, from the house in, on there, that's from Rishus Yochid, uh, from Rishus Yochid onto a makam tour, and then into the Carmelis, uh, but we, we say you shouldn't do that. We said you could take, from, from the Carmelis, you could put it onto the makam tour, and from the house, you could put it on makam tour, but you shouldn't use it as an exchange point. If you're filling up water from the, from the waterway, you're using the makam tour as an exchange point. That's what he said, Vachel Yechlifu. Says no, This that we say that you shouldn't use the makom tour is rishus daraisa. We're talking about rishus yochad rishus arabim daraisa. Meaning, I'm walking in a public street. I find a handkerchief in my pocket. I can put it on the fire hydrant, but I shouldn't take it from the fire hydrant there and then pick it up from there and then take it into the house because then I'm going from rishus arabim to rishus yochad or vice versa. You shouldn't do that stuff. Because even though it's not Asr Manatar, but you shouldn't do it because you'll come to carry directly from Rishus Rabbim to Rishus Yachar and vice versa. So there it's a Hashem Rishus Yachar and vice versa. Here we're only talking about Rabbanan. Don't forget, the waterway is, is it, it, even if it's a Carmelist, it's not a Rishus Yachar, but it's, it's still only a Rishus Rabbanan, so it's not so bad, right? Hacha Rishus Rabbanan. Rashi says, Kagom Bechatseris. Here also we're talking about even the, the, the two Chatserot, or the two Chatserot, uh, he says, Kagom Bez Chatserot. Like two Chatserot, it's, it's only Rishus Rabbanan, like two Rishus one to another, it's only Rabbanan, and therefore it's okay. Therefore it's not a problem, says the Gemara. For Rabbi Yochum Rishus Rabbanan, Nami Omer. Pardon? Somebody says. Ephraim, on, on illustration 307, it yeah. appears that there's a heter to do that. In other words, to take right. the pail of water from the house to the to the green area, then right. to the water and back. Right. But I thought that was just, you're not allowed to really do that. It's like, uh, but the evidence. Not, right, I can play, that's not, exactly what the Gemara just asked. You're not allowed to take something, you're not allowed to take your handkerchief in Rosh Hashanah and put it on the fire hydrant and take it into the house. You can't do that, right? That's what the Gemara just asked. The Gemara says, no, that's only when it's a real Rosh Hashanah and a real Rosh Hashanah. You shouldn't do that. You shouldn't play that game. 
right? Bidi Evid. But over here, Hacha Rishuis Rabbanan, the top of Ahmed Bey's now, here we're saying, here we're talking about Rishuis Rabbanan. The Carmelis is a Rishuis Rabbanan, and therefore, we're only going the Makkum to, we're only going from a uh, Rishuis Rabbanan, it's only Rabbanan, Midaraisa. You could say it's all Rishuis Rabbanan, right? The whole thing is one big Rishuis Rabbanan. It's only Rabbanan, and therefore it's not so bad. But the Gemara continues to ask, no, Rabbi Yochanan, who said you shouldn't do that exchange, like you're asking Moshe, shouldn't do it even by Rabbanan, apparently. But Rabbi Yochanan, Rishuis Rabbanan, Nami Omar. He said about Rishis Rabbanan also, you shouldn't use the Makkum tour as an exchange point. It's none. The Mishnah we had before, you recall, remember with the fruits on the wall? Kosal Shabbat Beis Chaser is a wall between two Chaser's Kavoyet Fachem Fitz Ten Fachemai. The Rochav Arba is four by four. In other words, the wall is four Amos thick with a height of Ten Fachem. So it's its its, its own Rishus. Ma'arvin Shnayim Ben Ma'achid. You can't make a common error because there's a wall between the two Chaserot. Hayyuberosha Paris. If there's Paris sitting on top of the wall, Elu Olmikan Rochem Elamkan. Each side can go up and eat them there. They can't take them up. They can't take the fruits up there because that's going from Rishus Yochah to Rishus Yochah. They can't take them down. But they can go up there. You can visit that place and eat them there. Right? Let's say the wall was breached. There was a hole in the wall. Until Tanamas, it's only it's a Pesach. Now you have a doorway between the two Chatzay Road. These are pictures that we had before. If there's a doorway between them, if you want to look back, uh, I don't remember exactly where it was, but... Um, uh, going back too far, it was a picture with the fruits. Who remembers what that, that where that was? It was back in Ayin Vav, so I think it was Ayin Vav. Yeah, so let's see. Uh, yes, 247. If you look back at 247, uh, does it show there? That doesn't show, yeah, it shows the, uh, and 248. We're up really to 248. If you look back at uh, illustration number 248, on page 83, so we said if there was a breach in the wall, right, if it was up until, if the breach was up till 10 amos in width, right, then it's a doorway. And as a doorway, they could make a common Erev if they want, or they can make their own Erev if they want, right? In 247, they can't make a common Erev because there's a big wall in between them. They can only make their own Erev, right? In 248, they can each make their own Erev, or they can make a common Erev because the wall, because the breach was up until 10 amos back in the Gemara. It's a doorway. If the breach in 248 is greater than 10 amas in length, the breach is 10 amas, meaning the doorway is more than 10 amas, it's not a doorway anymore, it's considered a breach, then they can't make two separate areas because it's one big chatzer they can make together. Okay, that's if the wall, we were talking about if the wall was four amas in width, four tfachim rather in width, for tfachim in width, then it's its own rishus, and you can't take Paris up or down. And you're going from rishus to rishus, unless you had a common erev, and you can't have a common erev if the wall is unbreached. But let's say it wasn't for tfachim. Why? My Amarav Aver Beis Rishuy Shultas So Rav says, you know what? It's like a Mokmador. And Rav says it doesn't allow you. It's it's the it's the area of um, the airspace of each of the sides of of each chatzer. Uh, it has dominion over it, and they each asser on the other. You can't even move a hair. In other words, you can't even go up there and move the fruits. Even if you sit on the wall, you can't because uh, because each chatzer has dominion over it. So each one prohibits the other one since there's no common era. That's Rob's opinion. If, it, if, it's, if the wall in 247 is less than, is less than four tfachim thick, each person could each take, it's like a fire hydrant then. You could each take, you could take Paris and eat them up there. Not only can you eat the Paris that are sitting on the wall, you can even take Malin, you could take 
Paris and Nifrochum, they can each take Paris up there and eat themselves. But that's what he says, that's a Makam tour. And by Makam tour, and the Gemara goes on to explain that. This is all the Gemara of Azra they can each put their stuff down so but they shouldn't exchange there right and here we're talking about they were not talking about in 247 it's not a Rosh it's all how technically and still eats it's still only and still he says you shouldn't exchange there too so Moshe this is exactly what you asked so how are you allowed to do that how can we have this we're talking now and we're saying that 307 is really a case of where the bank is less than three tefachim, it's a makom tour. It's less than three tefachim wide, and that's the issue: is less than three tefachim considered a makom tour, less than four tefachim? I, uh, uh, you might ask, how could we always say the makom tour is up to four tefachim? How could the rabbi say up to three? The answer is that by uh, Carmelis is different. Up to four tefachim is in Rishista Raisa. R- Rashi, uh, this is I'm explaining what Rashi says. The last line of Rashi on Pei Zion Amin Aleph, right? Um, some is considered bottle to them, but by a caramelist who's on Rabbanan, it's not bottle unless it's less than three tvachim. So you could say, so a makam tour is up to three tvachim, but what about the fact that you can't transfer, even apparently by a Rabbanan? So the Gemara says, no, 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 Rabdimi didn't say that. This was, um, right, Zairi said that applies even Rabbi. Zairi said in Rabbi Yochanan, that it applies even by a drabonan, but Ravdimi only said it by a Doraisa. In other words, the fact that you can you can always put stuff down on a Makam tour wherever you are in Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, you got a fire hydrant, you could put it down there, no problem. Problem is transferring it. So Ravdimi said you can't, according to Rabbi you can't transfer it only by Rosh Hashanah, Rosh Hashanah, and Doraisa, but by a drabonan over here like the Chatzeros and Carmelis, then you can. Zeiri said applied it even there. Take a look at Rashi. Rashi says. Zairi Omra, a little bit above us, Mishmed Rabyochan, Avala Rabdimi, Alibra Belkan, Mutalak, if you could buy Drabonan. So Zairi Kasha. So according to Zairi, that you can't what does he do in our case? You're saying now in three oh seven, the second interpretation of the Machlokas between Rabbanam Shimulio. First interpretation was that it was the width of the waterway, but that's difficult to accept. Zairi says, No, no, no. We're saying now that it's we're talking about the width of the bank, and the bank and the bank of the embankment there is like a uh, Makam tour. But then how do you transfer it? If you're talking about transferring it, in other words, we're saying in 307, you can only transfer it according to Rabbanon if it's up to three tefachamad, according to Rabbanon, up to four. How do you transfer? You can't transfer it all. So Ziri Kashaha, the answer is Ziri Mukam Labamasamayim Gufa. Ziri will say the first interpretation. He'll say, you're right, you can't, you can't transfer, uh, as in 307, you can't transfer it from the house uh, put the pail down on the Mukum tour and then into the water and then reverse the whole procedure because you, even though even though the green is a Mukum tour, you can't use it as a transfer point. So he'll say the Machlokas is like we said originally. The rabbis say the width of the waterway, you can only do it if the width of the waterway is less than three and then the then it's a Rishosayochet, it's not a Carmelis anymore. And Rabbi Shemuel says less than four. But then we have Machlokas in literally what is the definition of a Carmelis and Rabbi Elchman said that it's four, and he's going like a Shemuel And Hanami says that's that's how he's going to learn. Uziri Kashaha says Ziri Mukum Abama Samaim Gufa, and we're talking about Ravdimi Tanoihi and Ravdimi who said that a Carmelis has to be at least four by four. And here, according to the rabbis, it's only three up to it's three Tefachim. It's already a Carmelis, and the reason why it works in three hundred seven, you're allowed to, is because we're taking about a waterway that's less than three, according to the rabbis. 
and Rabbi Shimon Gamliel says four, and Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Dimi, and Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Dimi says in Rabbi Yochanan that it's got to be four. He's going to Shimon Gamliel, and Chanan he's going to Shimon Gamliel. It's a machlok stone. It's a difficult thing to accept. So he says, even though, even so, even if you say that the waterway is less than three or less than four, and that's why it's not, it's not a Carmelis, but it's still like the cavities of a Carmelis. What does we mean by that? If you have a Rosh and a wall next to Rosh Hashanah, the Allah is if you throw something, it goes in the wall, and the crevices in the wall, the cavities there in the wall, it's also like you threw it into Rosh Hashanah. So here too, why don't you say this is like the, this is, in other words, this waterway in 307, when it extends out, here it's only three Tfachim or four Tfachim wide, right? Up to three or up to four, and presumably when it stretches out beyond the it's much wider than that there, it's a real Carmelis, so this is also like the cavity of a Carmelis, so his answer is, is the rabbis only extended the rule of horn of like a cavity or a crevice by Rosh Hashanah but by a Carmelis they weren't so machmer since it's only Drabonim Ravashi says you could even say there is a rule of carm of a horn of a crevice by a carmelis. Honeymoon so that's only it's right next to it. Hachamuf like it's not it's not right next to the carmelis, but over here it's further down, it's farther away. This uh, this channel that runs by three oh seven, right? By three oh seven is really uh, a, a distanced away from the from the uh, uh, carmelis itself, the large waterway that this uh, uh, emanates from. We're really looking at three oh eight when he's talking about the Rabiki Khuri Carmelis. Um, in other words, he shows you in 308, there's a big Carmelis and it's extending down. I have a difficulty a little bit with this uh, picture because we're talking about 307, um, the picture in 307, and he really shows this Carmelis extending into the picture of 306, which was the Mishnah. The Mishnah was speaking about this case where it went right through this case. We re- we're still really dealing with the Brysa. You could say this, and the idea is similar. In other words, the Mishnah and the Brysa are similar we're talking about extending it down, but we're really dealing with 307. I had a difficulty. I looked at the online picture book that I gave you at the beginning of the Masechah. He didn't change it. In other words, he's still dealing with three, uh, 307. I think that the picture depicted in 308 really should be uh, should show the Carmelis on, on the, in the illustration of 307. It's not a big deal. any case, uh, that's Ravina. Ravina gives a third answer. To our Mishnah, uh, to the I mean to the to, to I'm sorry to 307 to the Brisa. Meaning, what's when the rabbis say up to three and up to four? The first answer was well, we're talking about the width of the waterway, but that would present a difficulty for Avdimi because he said Rabbi Yochanan says Carmelis is four Tfachim wide, and then he's going like Rishon Mulil, now like the Rabbanim. The second answer was we're dealing with the three Tfachim and the fourth one was the embankment. How how wide was that? Is that a makom tour or not? Are dealing with a makom tour? The difficulty with that is, and even if it's a makom tour, how do you use it as a transfer point? One answer was that's only by the raisa. The answer is the transfer point. This is a drabanan. Fine, but according to according to Zeiri, who said that even by a drabanan, the transfer point shouldn't be used. So what did he learn the first way? Now we have a third way to explain the machlokas. Ravina Omar Kagon to Avila Nifki Apuma. You made outlets. At the mouth of it, meaning this, the the again the picture we're we're adjusting 307 now 309 we're looking at 309 and how are you adjusting it because you made a little outlet at the beginning and end of the waterway so that it, you you're trying to turn the waterway within the chutzir into a rishasayachet so here's the point but you see the little you, you made the you made like a, a little outlet by by making a sort of a a, a, a par, partial wall as in 309 and you allow the water you have to allow the water to go through 
So if the opening in the in the uh, uh, is now less than three, according to the rabbis, that's lovin, and therefore it's considered. You, 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 literally, you have to leave some room there for the water to get through, right? But if it's less than three, it's considered closed. So the rabbis say you're allowed to do that. You could use that three o that three o nine as an adjustment either to three o six or three o seven, because the point is, if the opening is less than three tefachim, the rabbis say you're allowed to, because then the whole waterway is within the rishos hayochid. It's all closed off. According to Shingum Leel, it's up to four tefachim, and now it, this makes more sense because that's the general machlokas between the rabban and Leel, What is love According to rabban, it's up to three tefachim. According to Rav Shemuel, it's up to four tefachim. So this makes sense, and that's why, that, and this way, the machlokas in the brisa between Shemuel and Rabbanan is is their general machlokas by Lovit, how big that is. All right, that completes that um, uh, discussion. Now, pardon. Uh, the height, the height of the, the the height of the the banks of the of the of the. The waterway. Yes. They don't take into consideration no, at all. No, 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 because the the Makkum tour, the Makkum tour is defined by the fact that it's less than four by four. Even if it's high off the bank, that's okay. If it's in the bank, it's if there's no height to it at all, it's part of the waterway. You understand? There's no difference there. If it's right, even with the waterway, you understand that it's it's got to be high a little bit because if it's within three tefachim of the waterway, then it's like love it. It's like attached to the waterway. There is no. It's it's like one big thing, right? When something's within three tefachim of something, according to everybody, that's love it. So the waterway and the there is no bank there. Then the waterway and the bank is one big thing. But if it's at least three tefachim off the waterway, no matter how high it is, if it's only three by three, or if it's or or up to four by four, according to then, uh, or really the way we hold Markham Tour is generally four by four. If you don't hold that, that's the interpretation. But if you hold the second interpretation that we're discussing how big a Markham Tour is, according to the rabbis, a Markham Tour by a Carmelist is three by three, by a Shusarabim, by in a, in a regular, by a Shusarabim, by a Shusarabim, then a Markham Tour is four by four. Here it's three by three, but it makes no difference how high it is. That's the point. If it's like, if it's up to four by four, a fire hydrant might be more than ten fachim off the ground, right? Usually, a ten fachim is not very high. It's up to your less your waist. Usually, you know, people, it's up to less than people's waist. So um, the fire hydrant might be higher than that. But since it's not four by four, it's considered a makom tour. Okay, says the Mishnah. Now, this Mishnah we've really learned before because we refer to this Mishnah very often. Take a look at three ten picture number three ten. This is what we've had before. Exustory of a balcony, Shinlamalam, and I'm above the water. Amalan Rabbi Shabbos, you can't fill up water from there in Shabbos, water below the, uh, below the balcony. Elim can't oslo mechitza, unless you made a mechitza. You see in 310 the mechitza, the mechitza gavasar, it's got to be 10 tfachim high. So now that mechitza makes it like a reshut, makes, remember, how does this work? The platform is reshusayachim. The waterway is a carmelis. However, if you make a platform that's uh, that's four by four, uh, a whole way, uh, you're not a, a the platform is is the flat part. The contraption, the mechitza that you make, is a four by four with ten tefachim deep height mechitza. Um, that it functions like a rishus yachid, and we say good achas as if we extend downwards into the waterway, up to the waterway, and then you've got a rishus. You're drawing water from rishus yachid into rishus yachid. That's the concept over here. So the the this mechitza, this contraption that you make, can either be below the platform or above the platform. Either way, you say that you extend it downward into the water. Now, now we come to the picture that we discussed the other day, right? If you have two, uh, two if you have two platforms, one above the other, really we're going back to uh, two eighty two, let's say, or two eighty four, uh, two one above the other. 
Um, you made, let's say, you made the contraption for the upper one and not for the lower one. If, if they're, as we learned the other day, if, if they're within four tfachim of one another, they're very close. In other words, they come out of two houses. So if they didn't make an Erev between them and they're within four tfachim in horizontally from one another, then they each asr on the other one. Nobody can carry there. Nobody can draw the water. The truth is, even if you made one for each of them, if they're within that amount, if they didn't make an Erev, neither one of them can carry down. However, once they're four tfachim apart, then they are separate from one another, and each one can make his own with no problem. Says the Gemara right away, Remember yesterday we had all those crazy diagrams showing that you project it, you pretend, uh, not project the election, project the uh, the uh, platform as if it's bent over, right? You project that. That was Reb Hananya's uh, opinion. Amisha doesn't say that. Amisha says, listen, if you make the contraption, right, you make that mechitza, Okay, you have to make the physically, you have to make the mechitza. That's what our Mishnah says. And then we say good aches. And we, we pretend, good aches says, you couldn't, uh, we extend it downward. Fine. But you got to make the contraption. Remember, B'chanin says, you don't even to make the contraption. Just make the hole and then pretend that the sides have been bent over so you've got a height of ten fachim. Our Mishnah doesn't say that. We learned this yesterday. You just got to make a hole of four by four in there. This was picture, was picture number 298. Right, two ninety eight or three oh five yesterday. Right, you just make a hole in the middle and you pretend as if the walls are bent over. Umemale, Omar Biachin and He holds that you bet you hold of bending over and good aches. Armish just says good aches. You got to make the contraption, but you can't you can't picture it as if the walls were actually bent over if they weren't. He only really allowed this heter. Only in the at, at the Tiberius, uh, at, at the Lake Tiberius, Hall Vyeshla, Ugnum Iris, since it's got banks and cities and enclosures around there. In other words, people won't mix it up with a regular ocean or river or something like that. It's really things around it, so people he made a special effort my Kifa. So since since different banks and cities and enclosures surround it, uh, he, he made a special hatch. But he didn't allow it by other cases. So even our mission doesn't hold like right? But uh, but he even he only allowed it at, at inferior. There were three things that he was matir. You need a tamar chacham to be matir something. He was matir three special lochas for anshet Number one, the malamam exists for Shabbos. One we just explained. The tomnim and you could also store fruits in uh, in uh, pea stalks or or bean residue. We'll talk about what that means. And you could all, uh, And on Shabbos you could also dry yourself if you went to the mikveh. Uh, on Shabbos you can dry yourself with a towel without any concern that you'll squeeze out the water from the towel. Now we're going to talk about details of each one of these things. We just explained. You could just, you know, make a hole in there and, and fold down the sides and pretend that the sides are folded down and you've got your contraption and you can, and you can, uh, and you can draw water on Shabbos. That was the first thing that we've discussed already. So what's the mahi, what's that? The tanya. What happens is that people are, are in farms, right? And what they would do many times is they would use the bean residue or the pea stalks that are out in the field, use that for storage for the fruit, to preserve the fruit. So sometimes uh, before the workday, uh, you get up early and bring that uh, bean residue or pea stalks 
into the uh, barn or whatever, into the uh, silo to store stuff there. Now, but when you break it up early in the morning, he did it in order not to, because, you know, nine to five, he had to be at work. So he would go up early in the morning to take out those beanstalks. Now, the beanstalks early in the morning had dew on them and they were wet. And then we'd put the fruits in there. You'd make the fruits wet. Then the mukshul akabotuma. So he says, If he did it in purpose in the morning because he wanted the fruits to get wet, then then it's mukshul akabotuma. Remember, if the if fruits, once they're detached, can be makabotuma if water touched them. If the reason he went out early in the morning and brought the beanstalks in was not because he wanted the moisture on them to get onto the fruits, but rather he just want, he didn't want to upset his workday. He had a punch in at uh, 7 in the morning, whatever, and he ought to get up early in order to do that. He didn't care that they were wet. It just happened to be wet because the dew was on them. Then they are not considered... Uh, in other words, it wasn't his kavana to get the fruits wet, and therefore they're not mukshal kabotoma even though they got wet. The people of Feria were bali malacha. They weren't, um, let's say, koilo younger light, whatever. They weren't. Uh, they were guys who worked, and uh, they, you know, their time meant something to them, and they didn't want to stop work. And therefore, you can assume the people of Feria did not bring in the beanstalks early in the morning in order to get the fruits wet. They went early in the morning because that was the only time that was available to them because they didn't want to mess up their workday. All right, that's the second thing he was mantra for them to do. In other words, he was mantra for them to do it without being, without being, uh, making the fruits mukshul akabotuma. Um, Mustafa Maluntus, my, what's that? The tiny Mustafa Gana Maluntus, person who went to the mikvah, let's say, and he got nyanta uh, for Shabbos, or he watched, he washed uh, himself in cold water, or he went to the mikvah, he got wet. He's allowed to uh, dry himself with a bath towel on Shabbos but put it in the window. In other words, put it on the, um, you know, on the shelf in the, um, where, where he, where, where, wherever he got wet in the, whatever, the bathhouse or wherever it was, put it down right away and but don't give it to the bathhouse attendants because they, uh, they are suspected that they'll squeeze them out, you know, and uh, give them to the next customer or whatever. They are, they are suspected of that thing. There's a chashad, they're suspected of that. Rabbi Shimon Omer, you can even tell you, you don't have to put it down right away. You can even schlep it into your house and knowing you don't have to worry, you put it down. You can take it and there's no concern. Shimon was not worried that maybe you'll come to squeeze it out yourself uh, he's not con- he's not concerned about that. That was the other thing that he allowed uh, that he allowed them. So uh, so he allowed them to do that. Uh, he was you can you can dry yourself with a uh, with a towel and take it home. Don't worry that you're going to somebody's going to squeeze out the water and be over on schita, which is a mloch on Shabbos. This that we say that you're allowed to fill up the water with this gzustra contraption, etc. Right. Um, uh, uh, that's only to fill up the water. But you can't use that same contraption that we're looking at in 310. You can't use that to, uh, to uh, put out your waste. In other words, you're allowed to draw up water on Shabbos, but you can't throw your waste water down there. That would be forbidden. That's what he says. In the next Mishnah, later on tomorrow, we're going to see this Mishnah, which is really looking at 311. Uh, where it says over there that if you have a uh, if you have a very small courtyard and you want to pour water into the courtyard, you're pouring some water out. out. So normally, if you have a big courtyard, don't worry, it's going to get absorbed in the courtyard. Obviously, if it's grass, you can't make it grow. But if it's just like you know dirt, or whatever, 
uh, if there's no concern about growing anything, you're allowed to put water out there. But if it's very small, then it's going to run in, the water's going to run into Rishis Rabbim, and you're really throwing water from Rishis Yochan to Rishis Rabbim. So you have to make a little trough, a little uka, is like a trough. So, so he says, Why was this different than uka? If you have an uka, if you have a little trough there, you're allowed to. So how, why can't you, you're allowed to put water out, wastewater out. So why can't you put wastewater out here also? There's no concern. You're, you're assuming it goes into the uka, and uh, you're not really putting it out into the Rishas Ram. So here too, why do you assume it's going to continue going out further into the, uh, into the uh, Carmelis, wherever this waterway is below your, your platform there, below your balcony? So he says, honey time me, honey low time me. In an uka, in a trough, it, it, it's, it gets absorbed in there. In other words, it's finished there, it stops. Whereas over here in the waterway in 310, you know, you, you, know, you put the water in there, the water's just gonna continue going, flowing out into the, into the general waterway or the Carmelis, and therefore you're really throwing it or into Rishis Rabbim, wherever it goes out there, that's worse. Economy, some say, he says the opposite. Don't think that when we say over here in 310, you're only allowed to draw water in, but you can't pour water out. Right? Uh, don't say that. You're allowed to. Isn't it obvious? If you could draw water in, you could draw water out. What's the reason why you could draw water in? Because the contraption makes it like a Rishos So you're going Rishos So why shouldn't you be able to do it reverse also? She says, it's just like an uka. You're allowed to put water in, in 311. You're allowed to take water from your house and throw it into the trough uh, and throw it into a trough. Even if it's a small chutzur, you're allowed to do that. If it's a big chutzur, you don't even need that. The same honey time, I might think, no, in the water, in 311, the water, it, it stops right there. It goes into the waterway. It goes into the trough and stops there. Gets absorbed in there. But in 310, the water's going to move out. We don't say that. So two ways to understand that. We'll pick it up from your mirrors from the two dots tomorrow, everybody. Too late if you didn't vote. <laughs> Have a good day, everybody.